Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil, Scott and Martin as they kick off this week's discussion. Hello. Oh, and welcome to this week's Nerd Herd. I'm the host this week because I picked the book. And I'm joined, as always, by the man over here, Scott. Hello, Shamai. How you doing? The chap up here, Phil. What's up, nerds? You see, you're still claiming that as your own, aren't you? Yeah, that is mine. <laughs> and for the first time officially as part of the Nerd Herd, it's Martin. How you know? This, this is awesome. I get to host Martin's first official voyage into official nerdom. Nerdom? Nerdhood? Nerdhood. From herd to nerd. But yeah. I think that's a Hercules yeah. song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so as I said, this week is my pick and I have chosen Resident Alien Volume 1. Welcome to Earth from uh, Dark Horse Comics from 2012 picked it because I'm a massive fan of the TV show and I wanted to see if the comic book sized up. The comic is written by Peter Hogan with art, colours and letters by Steve Parkhouse. Two-man job. Don't think they did too bad for the two-man job. Hmm? That's just me. Um, we will have a quick check to see who's in the chat before I give a synopsis, just to say a quick hello. We've got, as always, we've got Liam in the chat. He says, hi ho Hi, Liam. Hope you read along this week. We also have panels in a half pint. Sean's joining us. Evening, peeps. Thanks Hiya, for joining. Sean. And we have Pete from Triple G Comics. Now then. Now then, now then. <laughs> I, I shouldn't do accents. I'm terrible at them. <laughs> so, yes. Was that, uh, that an attempt of accent, yeah. I don't <laughs> See, I told you I'm terrible at them. Yeah. <laughs> So Resident Alien is about an eight, obviously an alien that lands on Earth and gets stranded for some time, tries to go under the radar, takes up the personality and the um, identity of a man called Dr. Harry Vanderspiegel in a small town called Patience, where he just wants to live on his own and be away from the humans until his aliens can come and pick him up. However, when there are three murders in the town and one of them is the doctor, the sheriff and the mayor call on Harry to help take over from the doctor and maybe help solve the crime along the way. So I think that's kind of the synopsis for this volume. It's not a very heavy book, so there's not really a massive synopsis needed, I don't think. Um, as it's Martin's first official night, I would like to go with Martin first to see what his initial thoughts were, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Like my... Two words sum this book up for me. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I wasn't thinking a lot going into this. I'd never seen a TV series, so I watched the trailer before I read the book. Didn't really like the trailer. I thought, oh, what am I getting myself into here? But then when I picked it up, I read it. I couldn't put it down. I, finished, I just finished it in one sitting. I found it a nice, pleasant read. I think, I think it's hard not to, to be honest. It was just a quick read, like, yeah. and it doesn't have. Um, well, if you read the trade, it doesn't have like issue breaks. No, it just goes on. So, yeah, I just finished it. I finished it before I even felt like I got through half of it. You know what I mean? It was, it was that much of yeah. a quick read. I enjoyed it that much. I just saw it through. Well, and like, oh, okay. This is like half of the length of the books that we do read. This is only three issues, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. Is it three? I thought it's four. Three. Is she zero? Then one, two, three. Ah, right. So I did read four. Yeah. It's it's. We've had books like this before, where we've read like the first volume, and you think yourself, we could have easily squeezed in like the next batch, like the next volume, to get a fuller story, really. Um, 
I've no idea how many volumes there are. Six, maybe, in total? Possibly. I'm not sure. But we could have easily read another one on top of this because, I mean, the word I would use to, to describe this is brief. Like, literally, like, brief. Like, you could, you could, you could start eating your dinner and read along with this and, f f like, you know, finish, you know, finish this before you finish your meal. Do you know what I mean? It's so quick. Like, who reads while they're eating? I'm just, I'm just, you're I'm, a savage. Get crumbs in your comics. I eat all the time, Sheen. Look at me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a really quick read, but I don't think that was uh, a negative, really. I think enough of a story to get you through. Yeah. Left on a massive cliffhanger, Phil. I hate Fairyland, apparently. <laughs> I didn't even bring this up. We're still going on about that. <laughs> but uh, to be fair, the words, Martin, like pleasantly surprised. I am the exact same because Shane, knowing your kind of um, how do you put this, like the, your wild picks, and knowing that you're a fan of the TV show, again, Alan Tudyk, um, I like by always associate him with comedies. I was expecting this to be like a real comedy book, like Dave. I thought this would be no. Dave, you know, yeah, and it really um, wasn't hmm. at all. Yeah, um, if we if we're going for words to describe this book. Uh, my word for this one would be decent. 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 This is a decent book. It's a decent read. You know, like, I haven't watched the show. Um, I've seen the trailer for the show. And, yeah, like Phil just said, it made it out to look really funny. So not that this ruined that, like, the reading. But I was kind of expecting a bit of a comedic thing. And there wasn't. But I wouldn't say that dampened anything for me reading this i it's just a different tone to the show and that's and that's fine um but yeah decent book nice i like these words keep them coming <laughs> i i kind of like i did like i did like this um however having watched a tv show and loved the tv show as much as i do i was surprised that this was not funny um i don't know how you would take this as your source material and then turn it into such a funny tv show the way right. they have done, because the series is incredibly funny. Um, it is a straight-up comedy. And this is just a very serious, toned book. It's just, it, they, I don't think there was a joke. I don't think there was a giggle moment. There was nothing in here funny. Um, I was surprised at that. In the TV show, he's very, um, he's very new to Earth, so he doesn't know a lot of things. And that's where a lot of the comedy comes from. And in this, there was none of that alien out of water you know fish out of water thing you're expecting mm. he just got along he just did everything that a human does and no one suspected anything mm. i think to yeah. the detriment of this book i am gonna say that i don't think him being an alien added anything to this volume i know obviously it's going to build to something <laughs> but the fact that he's an alien in this volume is completely irrelevant it could have just been a normal guy and the story would have yeah. continued exactly as it did totally I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, because so the, the, the things are kind of planting little seeds. Like I, I'm terrible of names. Who was the nurse, the dark-haired nurse? What was her name? Uh, Asta. Asta. So obviously she sees his as a blurry face, because at the start he, he basically can like spell or some sort of whatever he can do to make sure people don't see him as an alien. And so there's that thing, which obviously planting the seeds. But like you said, there's literally nothing about this being a resident alien. This is just an introduction to uh, to Mr. What's his name? Van der Spiegel? Van der Harry. Spiegel. Harry Van der Spiegel. And yes. What a strange name to pick, by the way. Like, <laughs> all the names in the world. Why did you land <laughs> Harry Van der Spiegel? Well, I in the TV like show, the he didn't detail. pick it. Oh, okay. What, okay. what detail? I like the detail when he was like, oh, it's, it's Dutch, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> See, um, Sean brings up a good point, um, comparing it to the TV show. Uh, he says, I missed the fact that a kid who can see him as an alien isn't in the book. There's In the TV show, there's a small boy, and he's the one who can see Harry as an alien, whereas everyone else sees him as a human. And his interactions with that boy are absolutely hilarious. The arguments they get into, the way he tries to kill the boy, that he, he his first instinct is to kill him because he can see him <laughs> as an alien. So he cuts the brakes on his bike, right. not realizing it's just a push bike, so he's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, right. He breaks into his room to scare him. It's just the funny things like that. And it's it, like changing it 
to the boy, I think works better for the TV show, but having Aster as the character that can see him makes sense. She's Native American, so she's in tuned with nature and stuff. So is she in the TV show? She is, yes. Okay. And is it the same thing? Like she sees him quite blurry? No, she can't see Harry as he is in the TV show. So how much does this volume cover of the TV series? Are we talking like a few episodes episodes or one? Uh... Well, actually, it doesn't really cover anything because it's completely different. The killer's oh. different. Um, the murders are different. Oh. The only the only similarity is the doctor, the initial doctor that dies, so that Harry oh, can right. become the town doctor. That's the only thing that's carried over into the TV show. The reason for his murder is completely different. Hmm. But then that just says to me this wasn't really meant for a TV show. If you've took the source material and as, as an idea as opposed to what the book is... You clearly thought it wasn't good enough to put on telly. Yeah, you just wanted the idea of an alien on Earth. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You wanted a show, and I suppose you had the rights to a comic book, so you're like, let's do that one. I, I have a book, like a novel now. This is, for anyone who doesn't know, a novel is a comic <laughs> without pictures. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> so uh it's by a very good writer his name is matt haig and he wrote a book called the humans and this is a very funny book about an alien who disguises himself as a human and tries to live amongst the humans um it's really funny so seeing that this isn't a funny comic i'm wondering if whoever wrote the show maybe took inspiration from this book and then combined the two i don't know but like in any time anyone ever talks to me about a funny story about an alien, you know, disguised as a human, I think of this book. Um, it's really good, really quick read for anyone who wants to try a comic without pictures, um, then do pick up The Humans by Matt Haig. Really good. So where do we buy yes. these books without pictures? Um, is there a uh, building that would house some of them where I could maybe yeah, borrow like, them for free? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah um, can we just remind everyone that tonight is Herd's pick? So at the end of the show, after we've given our final thoughts and scores, we will ask you to suggest a book for us to read next week. And you can even come on and discuss it with us, and you'll even get some Nerd Herd merch for your troubles. Nice. Yes. Um, we we've all got them. Why don't we all do that? We should all be doing this at the same time. We might do a little yeah. promo video where we just yes. Some nice music going in the background. <laughs> on on. Oh, <laughs> <that is> on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. We'd love to see um, this. <laughs> where, did, where did I take this? Why do I turn this way? <laughs> Aliens. Sheehan, um, yeah, so say uh, going back to what they took from the comic and what they didn't, um, his look in the TV show is completely different. You know, in this he's green and he looks he, he looks more like a scroll in this. He's just got the pointy ears yeah. and the bald head. In the TV show, he's purple and he has big black eyes, like the marble eyes, and he has no ears and he has two extra arms that come out of his chest and he's got like you know those big legs where they like a horse leg that bends the other way, like the back of a horse. Uh, he's very, very alien looking in the TV show compared to this. He's just like a green guy in this. And we never get to see his human face. We never get to see an ID or anything of what he's supposed to look like. I was hoping for that. I was I was waiting for that when we got into the first couple of pages. Like when he got off the boat at the start. I thought maybe when the transition to seeing the police officer, because they hid his face quite a lot. Yeah. And then you saw him face to face and nothing. Like, mm, That's okay. That's another thing they do really well on the TV show because you see obviously Alan Tudyk, but when he passes and when he's looking in a mirror or he you see his reflection, it's the alien because he obviously looks like himself mm. to himself and things like that. So they could have done that in this book. I don't think he had to look like an alien throughout the entire book, since again him being an alien added nothing to this story. Yeah, found, this is essentially a murder mystery. I found it misleading. The whole, you know, was it ever explained? In this, in these three or four issues, that he, that you know, everyone saw him as a human, but us, the reader and whatever, could only see him as a, an alien. Maybe, uh, well, he does say one in a one in a million, 
can yeah, see him as an alien. So people are yeah. So way. we're special. We're the special ones. Yeah. I think that's what it's meant to be. Yeah. The reader's special, so you get to see his face. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way this conversation's already going, we've mentioned the show quite a few times, and I find this with books like this, the same thing with Umbrella Academy and The Boys. Boys. Yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't watched the show, but. When you do watch the show first, people always refer to, oh, you should always read the source material first, and it's always the better one. But I feel like now we're talking about the TV show again being better, possibly, than this, because it is so different. Like, I, again, I haven't watched I'm just going by what you're, you're saying about the TV show, Shane. Um, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy was the same. Uh, I think the TV show was better than the book, and as was The Boys, in my opinion. Um, so... <laughs> I feel like that's that's a negative because should he, this should always be better. You know, the TV show should change and adapt to the book, and maybe we should be those kind of book snobs. Go, oh, the book's better. You know, I think that should be the thing. But this, maybe it isn't here. To be honest, I don't want to watch the show. You don't want to? No, I don't want to watch the show. I yeah. actually quite enjoyed. What this brought to the table, I liked the idea, the idea of the murder mystery. I liked that it wasn't comedic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a, a TV show now where it's false comedy on something that I've now read without it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's just going to be gag after gag after gag just to change the dynamic to make it for TV. I might be Shane can't obviously can't comment on that because he's watched the show first. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's. It's, it's, it's the same Sean's comment there. He's, it's the first time he's enjoyed the live action uh, version more than the written word version. So again, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he, he'd read, he, he sees those books you talk about, Scott. Sean reads a lot of those as well, you know. So he's had oh, all right. the source material before a TV mm-hmm. show or a film. So it's just the idea that is this one of those books that the TV show just will be better? Even but though I, I think... agree with Martin, like, I, have, I have no interest to watch the show. Um, mm. This hasn't reading this hasn't made me want to, re- to watch the show, no. but equally it hasn't made me want to read on either. I think some shows. I mean, with Lock and Key, I love the TV show and I love the comic book. I absolutely love the comic book for Lock and Key. When Scott brought that on, I was like, "Wow, this is fantastic!" You know, I I love the TV show. Never had any intention of reading the comic. Once I read that, I wanted to read them all. Um, slightly different there were things that they changed up but they kept very close to the source material and i think if you're going to do that if you've got the really good source material that you have and then you keep as close Mm -hmm. to it as possible you get lock and key where you get a great comic and a great tv show with the boys you dumb down some of the you know the over sexualized stuff just a smidge i mean they didn't dumb down too much with the tv show but i think the show um cred the show got a little bit more time to flush out the characters where the first volume had six issues whereas some books they give you the 12 or the 14 issues to stretch out the characters and then you get a 10 episode series and it works but when you have six episodes of something or six issues of something and then 10 episodes of something you're never gonna you're you're, you're gonna have that extra Mm. characterizations of people you're gonna like the characters a little bit more it's just how it is because they're gonna want more episodes than issues because they're gonna want the show to keep going aren't they i need to address an absolute i don't i think he's poking fun at me here where are we peter said the only one that stands out is batman for superman being far better than the dark knight source material you peter like disqualified relegated for being a nerd you're not like, go away give your nerd card back mate yeah. <laughs> um before we get into the writing and the story should we show our pages yeah let's get a look at some art going shall we i do have a little transition page to click on so um we'll probably start with my page since everyone else chose the same page, didn't they? Oh, no, Phil, you did change yours, didn't you? <laughs> my, my pick was the same as, as Scott and Martin's, but I want my second pick. Okay. Um, actually, should we start with Brian's page from Facebook? Brian from yeah. Facebook has sent a page in. So he sent this page in. It's cool. It's a really nice page. The green with just that. Is that a moon? Is that a sun? What is that? There's like three planets in the background. I'm assuming yeah. two moons and a sun or maybe three moons. We're getting a look at Harry's 
um, real planet. We never find out his alien name. Um, they didn't even give us an alien language of him saying his real name, even if it was something we couldn't pronounce. Turns out all along his surname was his alien name. Yeah, his name's, his name's <laughs> Van der Spiegel. <laughs> Van der Spiegel. It just sounds Dutch on Earth. <laughs> so this is Harry with his, I'm assuming, wife, maybe? Fiance, girlfriend? Or a lover. A star-crossed his, lover. His love interest. So the ladies have hair and the men do not. I'm guessing by that image but brian said he says there were many uh, there were not many pages to pick from as the art was slightly on the more basic side but i really like the color to this page i like that the landscape is similar to our earth and i'm assuming that is part of the reason harry chose to settle in patience i like the sun reflected in the green water a bright contrast to the silhouetted figures on the page there's also a nice burst of color with the pink flowers in his wife's hair also, there is a lot of emotion to the page, as this is where we see what Harry has left behind. Now he is stranded on Earth. Oh. That's a uh, really nice reason to pick that page. It is. Mm. And I, I totally agree with him when he said the colours are quite, you know, what did he say? Simple, basic. What did he say? Something like so that. The art is, the art is um, kind of basic. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that, but not in a bad way. You know, this is just a whodunit story. You know, it's just, it's a murder mystery. You don't need insane detail. This isn't like some mental sci-fi adventure um, that you need loads of details. These, they're just in this little town. Someone's been murdered. Try and solve it. This isn't about the art. You know, and uh, the, the only other thing I've noted about the art is that the color palette is quite simple. You know, again, there's a couple shades of different colors, but nothing... Nothing crazy, but that's fine. No, I don't think anything really pops out unless you see the couple of flashbacks of his home planet, do you? Yeah. yeah. No. So um, my page next, I chose this page. It's the first time we get a full look at Harry. He's on, the, he's on his lake, his own private little lake, just fishing, minding his own business when the sheriff shows up to call him into town. And he just turns around and he does look quite sinister, but then what he's wearing is just so human hmm. but i just really love the little duck family in the background i just thought it was absolutely adorable <laughs> to just throw that in there for what reason he's fishing on a lake does it really need to have this cute little duck family behind him no but it's lovely it is it's so nice <laughs> just add something else to the picture doesn't it because otherwise if you remove those ducks you've literally just got blue and green and a bit of black yeah. background it'll probably be difficult to to realize it's the lake. If, you, if mm. you're just looking at that page, you're like, what am I looking at there? What's he sitting yeah. in? Why is he holding a giant pencil? <laughs> but see, this would have been the... <laughs> um, this would have been the perfect chance to have him turn like this and he's in his alien form and then you see like maybe a shimmer over his face as they look at him and he becomes a human mm. for the rest of the book when people are around. Have him in his alien form when he's on his own but when people are around, just give him a human face, I think. Yeah, that threw me off. Yeah, threw it's me just off. He, because I know I know he says no one can see him, but when he's just in the cafe having dinner with people and they're all just sat there with an alien, it looks a bit odd. Maybe have him in human form with a mirror behind him showing him in his alien form. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, just... No, no. I love just how he... Do something... She she inspected his favorite page and then went on to criticize it. <laughs> you should have done this better. It's good, but here are our best worst pages. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm here for. I, a compliment sandwich. That's what I'm going to give to everything from now on. For our American watchers and listeners, the word calf is like diner. I think that's a very English thing, isn't it? Cafe. Yeah, yeah. Cafe, yeah. Yes. Calf. Just, just like from extenders there. Just something so like common, isn't it? Yeah. Calf. <laughs> calf. Going down to calf for a bacon butty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil, we'll go with your page next because uh, Scott and Martin have, paid, have picked the same page. See, this is my second pick. Um, the reason why I picked this because I thought they'd done really well at kind of portraying this guy. What's his name? Southern Whitehead or whatever. Lance. Lance Whitehead has been really kind of disheveled and, you know, 
obviously he's depressed since the death of his wife and so on. He drinks a lot. I just think it's just done a really good job at making him look like he hasn't showered in a few months, you know, like again, it's just the, the, those little details on him and they're very different, obviously, from, from the alien, like the way they look, obviously, but it's just like there's a lot more attention spent on him. Um, and I don't know why there's more attention spent on him because we, we don't need to see all this to know that he is in a depressive state. I just thought well, he did a really good job of showing it. They spend so much time on him because he's meant to be the suspect, isn't he? That's true. He's he's Harry's suspect. Mm. But this was a really good scene in the book. Um, he, he, he's a really likable fella. Mr. Mr. You, know, you feel sorry for this guy, you know? Um, but yeah, it was a really and good scene. Yeah, because Harry shows up. He's like, oh, he pretends. He's like, oh, I'm just here because you haven't um, taken your prescription for sleeping pills in a while. And he's like, oh, I don't need them anymore. I drink. And then it's like, it's kind of sad because at the end, um, Harry says to him, like, try not to drink too much. And he just says, why? And it was just, yeah, it was kind of a bit, a bit dark. Yeah. Um, well, for, for, for context for that, for anyone who hasn't, who didn't read along, um, in between what Shane just said, you also find out that his, his wife died a year after they both retired. So that's why he's so like resigned and not bothered about not drinking. And yeah, it is sad. It is sad. Um, and you just kind of go, ah, oh. even though at the time reading this, you think this is the main suspect. But you still yeah. go, ah. Oh. Yeah, because it's still oh, a really man. sad thing to say. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, good page pick, Phil. Um, Scott and Martin, you've both picked this page. Who would like to yes. go first? With go on, why? Martin. Go on. See, I picked this page because to, this was towards the back end of this, this volume. This, for me, felt like a blend between his world and our world where he's feeling very comfortable now. He's been with that. He's been like involved with the people of, uh, is it Pleasant? Or these? Mm -hmm. Patience. Patience, sorry. Sorry. So he's getting happy. He's happy to be, he's, he's getting involved with everybody. And he's obviously high as a kite at this point, I think, because he's laying in hospital, isn't he, on, on meds from his, uh, yep. from his gunshot wound. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought the colours were nice on this page as well. I thought it just it was a nice way to come towards the back end of the volume. It left me wanting to continue because I just wanted to know what was going on. It also leaves you with that 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 horrible feeling because he's so peaceful and content, and you know that the government is looking for him. Yeah. So you know, volume two is not going to be happy and joyous. But yeah, it's a nice page. See, like, look at that. Look at the colours here when it's a mixture of his. Yeah, I can see it. This this looks like Earth up here with the purples, but then the greens are from his planet. So, Scott, why did you pick it? Uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, just, it's just really nice. And to be fair, like, uh, similar to what Brian said earlier as well, there's not much choice in terms of, like, you know, spectacularly wonderful pages for us to pick. You know, uh, but again, that's not bad. It's just what the story is. Um, so, you know, you know, as being part of the background of the show, I knew that Brian was going to pick the page he picked, and I wanted to pick that page. So for me, this was the second best, like, nicest looking page. And um, I haven't gone into as much detail as what Martin did. Um, it's just pretty. It's just nice yeah. to look at. It's just a nice looking page. Colors are fantastic in that. Um, it's similar to Brian's pick again. There's just a lot more detail, um, mm. kind of you know the mountainous and the the foreground and whatever else. But do I find with this art, and I, I don't know how to describe this, but so whenever maybe Kev, if he was in the chat, could explain this. Whenever the shadowing was being done, it's like it's too thick of a black color. Mm. Like it's like solid black as the shadows, as opposed to like tapering it or. I don't know, feathering it out or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like solid black. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just the it's obviously the choice, the design joy choice, or maybe it's just his limit. But I just I just find that a bit strange because it was almost border bordering. Um, oh, I'm terrible. Uh, like a Sean Phillips style, just not in the same mm. level, obviously, but in that similar style with the with the shadows and stuff. But I just find the black too too blocky in the shadows. And I don't know why that stood out, but when you have like purples and greens and nice sunsets and whatever else, and then you have like like solid black lines, doesn't doesn't really blend in too well. I wonder I wonder if they split up, you know, if they split up the artists 
job, Steve Parker, if they split up his job, do you reckon there would have been uh, more... What's the word? More like... more Just more time. More time to spend on the lines itself and not... You know, I don't know if this book was on a deadline to be to be published, but he was doing lines, colours, letters. Yeah, he's so, in everything. He could have, you know, says, he could have had like 10 pages ahead of himself with pencils and someone else yeah. would ink them and draw them and he spends it. Yeah, I think... Uh, we've, I can't think what book it is, but we, we have mentioned this before. Whenever the artist has multiple roles, I do feel like it will benefit more from having the stages done by the yeah. like varying people. Yeah, but um, it depends on deadlines, isn't it? If there isn't yeah. a deadline, then they can crack on. Like you know, Alex Ross, he does lines and colours, you know, but I don't think he has much of a deadline. But uh, you know, I just feel too. It's it's like one of those things that if you were the guy and so responsible for the art, like you're not really bouncing ideas of other people. You're just doing it. So Whereas, you, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's you're you're making all the decisions, and even if you look at something, is that okay? Like, mm. and you just say, yeah, it's fine. Or else you might change something. Where if you pass it on to different people, they'll have their input, and you get a overall better. Mm. I would say so. Get a better product. Maybe that's. But again, this is dark horse. I don't imagine have a huge team working on books. It's probably a small team for this. So, mm. um, well, I didn't really take that into account with my overall opinion of this book so far with the artwork, because if if he is doing all the art, the pencil, the, the colours, everything like that, you know, it makes sense why he didn't really do much with the backgrounds. Because there's mm. quite a lot of pages that were blank, just colour. You know, maybe he was on a deadline. Maybe this was the way of him hitting his deadlines to be like this through the book and only picking mm. certain scenes to do more detail. There's and, actually uh, an entire panel missing from one of the pages um, when Asta goes to talk to her dad because she sees something. Um, she had her eye tested and like she sees Harry as blurry. And when she's talking to him, there's it's it looks like a six panel layout of the page. But there's only five images and there's just a white, <laughs> just a white block on the page. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, and another thing I noticed, actually you mentioned that. Do you remember the scene where... Um, Harry comes back to the surgery and he hears a sound. I just they turn around and say, "What is that?" Like, there's no like sound effect, like knock or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's little things like that, little details. I think you do miss if you're doing all the jobs because you're trying to do everything all at once. Whereas if you do pass them off to different people, those kind of things, not that they're major, they're, they're obviously nitpicky type of things. But I just find you're going to get a more uh, perfected. Um, mm. art style if you share the duties but it kind of reminds me of a book at the minute called Old Dog and it's by Declan Shelby but he's writing uh, ink, penciling, inking, colouring and doing the letters all in like this one series and he's he's like four months late because there's just too much to do so mm. do you feel like he's just if you just pass it on to somebody else you're going to get a better thing overall in my opinion yeah. um, let me just catch up on the comments real quick, we've got Dead Man in He's jumped in because he's just realised what we're talking about. He says he loved this series since it began. There are seven volumes plus a story in a free comic book day issue in 2022. Nice. So he's really a fan of this. He says, the TV show I treat as a different entity as it's nothing like the comic book. There is an eighth volume coming soon, which you probably know. Sorry to go on, but I do love this series. Never apologise well, for loving a yeah. series and going on about it. That's what we're all about. Definitely. That's what you do here. Um, and then Phil's in the chat having an argument with someone over a book. <laughs> we won't get into that here. Um, so the story overall is pretty simple. It's a murder mystery. Someone is killing people in the town. You have to figure out, along with Harry, who's doing it. Did we all figure out who the killer was before the killer was revealed? Nah, I suck at this stuff. No, but it's, it's not like it was such a good, clever way that it, it, oh, it got me. Like, I actually feel like it, I wish I had have been Lance because the guy, Ben, was the nothing. He, he didn't, he had no impact in the story. When Ben showed up naked, holding on to Harry, and Harry, uh, you know, and Asta's got the gun, he showed up and I went, Who's that? And I had to flick back through the book oh, to find what? out who it was. Oh no! 
He was in one scene in the surgery. That was it. And it was just a forgettable throwaway scene. He didn't say anything that like stuck with you to make you think he was ever going to be anything other than just a patient. Yeah. He just gave you a link to Lance, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He gave some backstory, didn't he? And I went Mm. to have a look at the yearbook. And that was it. So when he showed up, I was just like, who? So I, I think it could have been a bit more, like you say, clever with the reveal of who the killer was. Yeah. The, the guy didn't even give it like an inkling, anything whatsoever. And as you say, you go back and look at it again, you think, did he say something that maybe we all missed as the reader? That would have been clever if he, if something was said that we thought it was nothing, it meant didn't mean a thing until, you know, an issue later on. That's the clever way to do it. Um. And he seemed like a nice guy too. Like he just—he seemed okay. Like he, he went in, he gets checked up regularly. He eats well, sleeps well, as he said. He just—he seems like a, like a stellar stand-up kind of guy, you know. And, and then, then he gets naked and kills people while yeah, speaking and, gibberish. And it's just yeah, exactly. It's just so, so stupid. I yeah, I mean, especially like they had three decent kills. The first one was killed with a scythe in a field. Like they, mm-hmm. they kept claiming it was an accident, but it was clearly murder. Second one strangled outside his house. And then the third one, um, how's the third one killed? Stabbed. Uh, like a knitting needle kind of thing. Wasn't yes. It? Yeah. So like you had this intriguing thing, like maybe the killer mm. could have been, I don't know, an alien to tie the book in like maybe to make the alien part relevant in this volume maybe another alien was the killer and harry had to cover up the fact that an alien was killing people i don't know it needed some alienness to this all, book all we got alien wise wasn't it was the three years ago flashbacks and they were like a page or two and that was it through the desert and yeah and i you know i that's a bit those are the bits that were interesting and yeah. we had five or six pages max yeah um, like Mulder and Scully Scully finding the wrecked ship as well you know whenever they're not Mulder yeah. and Scully but the uh, for the younger audience that's an X-Files reference sorry I'm I'm, I'm old but um like the idea that the FBI or whoever's obviously after this guy I like that I want to see more of that yeah. and I wish that had a played more of a part and maybe stopping him do the job as a doctor or else a detective or whatever because he's trying so hard not to show himself like trying so hard not to put himself in the public eye as much mm-hmm. you know and i wish we had more of them involved you do in the tv show and the head of them is linda hamilton oh, oh. yes scott linda do you know who that is, is... nope oh, sarah, connor from terminator. sarah connor oh right okay <laughs> cool, cool. i know who that is Thank God. If you said you didn't know who that was, then yeah, we've got problems. Yeah. Who from what? <laughs> um, I think this could have benefited from a few little jokes. I'm not saying make it laugh out loud funny, Not don't make it a comedy, but just a few, you know, fish out of water type things when he's being a doctor to these humans. You know, maybe just make a few little offhanded remarks about things being in places they shouldn't be because he's not used to that. You know, just something to just lighten the mood a bit in a book that you're you're taking a, a little bit too serious maybe a little bit tongue-in-cheek as opposed to a full-fledged comedy yeah you no know, some quick yeah. whip remarks or something you know sarcasm you're in there yeah yes. yeah yeah because i mean none of the characters really have any any it's not not, not personality they do have their own personalities but they don't have anything that stands out mm. as anything other than just they live in a small little mountain town and they're all just kind of depressed and just miserable. But the mayor has a good story on Neil. He likes a bit of bondage because that showed up in the... yeah. I like <laughs> I like things like that, like the aliens yeah, able yeah, to yeah. like detect that. Like I, it, I like it felt that big felt felt kind of like Sherlocky. Yeah. You know, where yeah. you know only Sherlock can notice these tiny little things about these people and deduce mental things and you know, and that's what he was doing essentially but yeah we only got a little snippet and then and then he would just you just have the narration then saying i think he's telling the truth i think he didn't do it and blah, blah, blah. so so i wish we had more of that kind of mm-hmm. you know sherlockian you know explanations into how he de- deduces these things and what he's thinking yeah. i also wanted him to be a little bit 
more superior to people. Like when um was it Ben, the killer? Yeah. Yeah. So when he's holding him at knife point, like I feel like Harry should have been able to overpower him. Maybe that's when um he gets like he overpowers him, maybe gets stabbed in the process and he's fine, but he's bleeding. And then Asta's like, let me help you. Um, and his blood is maybe a different colour. And then she's yeah, like, yeah. it's okay, I know what you are. You know, that could have been a different way to do it. Like he was just, it was, again, he could just be a guy. He was just a normal person, just shot and that's it. On that there, I agree. I wish he, well, I've seen something like that. Although I don't, I wouldn't want to have him rely on overpowering the guy. Do like a mm. Spock thing, hand on the shoulder, and he collapses or something like that. Then you, then you, then you wouldn't get the shooting and the, the you know, the wounded killer, I suppose. But something like that, like because this guy's an alien, you could easily do more, like show that he is a real danger. He's not because he's also a nice, he's a nice guy. But if he wanted to kill you, he could just touch your shoulder and you, you flop down, and that's it. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something again would have then had questions for these FBI guys mm. to then start looking at this town because this guy died in weird circumstances, you know? And again, stuff like that there. And we're talking about stuff that we like to depict, but the last few minutes or so were things we wish they had done. And yeah. that is, yeah. even the idea of like, we wanted more of the FBI stuff, oh, it's in the TV show. Again, I didn't, read, I didn't watch the show. I read the book. I want this in the book. So whilst that was brief and it was quick, it was good to read a, sh a short story. I could have easily had two, two other issues on top of this, hmm. giving us more yeah. stuff. Well, it's called question. Resident Alien, and there's just not enough alienness in it, is yeah. there? Yeah, it just yeah, it's just human things that looks like an alien. Um, the 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 disguise, right? The the human disguise is that like an alien like power, or is that technology that's doing uh, that? He's no, he's using his mind. So okay, so he is. He does. I was just going to say, is this guy just uh, exactly like a human, but just you know their features are different to to Earth people? No, but he no, says he if, projects it into their mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then if he can do that, then why can't he project into Ben's mind? Is it sit down? And make him like hallucinate up? or something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. But, like, there's just so much they could have done with this book to make it a little bit more alieny. Like, you know, at the end when Asta shoots him, maybe have the bullet go through him into Ben. He heals straight away, and then Asta sees that and realizes what he is. And then the bullet obviously goes into Ben. Then volume two, Ben can start exhibiting some sort of alienness himself, and that's oh when God. the FBI come to town. You know, like mistake him for the alien, things like that. You need to add more in a in a book called Resident Alien. I want at least fifty percent alien and fifty percent resident. Like I feel like Shane, if I, well, if, I ever, if I ever write a comic, I'm just gonna like write it, think I'm really happy with it, and I'm just gonna give it to you <laughs> to like rewrite. And then the it'll thing. be good. Yeah. <laughs> also, your math is way off. It can it can't be fifty percent resident, he lives there. He's a hundred percent resident. Fifty percent alien, hundred percent resident, fifty percent alien. I just feel like if you read a Batman book and Batman was in one page of that book, would you not feel cheated? Oh yeah, definitely. Right. Haven't we read I, stuff that that happens? Yeah, but they're not Batman books. Are normally all their like bad family uh, books. Then right. Batman comes in for one page and saves the day. Yeah, like Cat in the Bat and yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah, so I think it's just a thing. So overall, though. With the murder, are you okay with like murder mystery books? It's yeah. what held me for the duration of this book. Have we ever read a murder mystery book here? I think some of the Brubaker Phillips stuff, we not murder mystery as such, but we quite uh, crime noir, isn't it? Detective, you know? yeah. Autumnal was a mystery, wasn't it? Um, yeah, well, you know, I, I do like these mystery kind of things, I like. You know, I like the breadcrumbs. I like going through following, you know, and that's why I always say I'm rubbish at these things because I don't want to spend time actually trying to work it out because then I, <laughs> then, then I feel like, oh, I've just spoiled the book for myself. What's about me finishing? So I just kind of I like, I just blank slate it and I just follow along and then I'm just as surprised as the writer would be. It, it yeah. can be good if they lead you a certain way, and then you have the swerve. Like, this did have, like, the swerve. It just yeah. wasn't that clever. 
So I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Scott. I don't, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to be right. If I'm thinking somebody, I don't want to be correct. Yeah. But I want to be blown away how incorrect I was. This. Yeah. No, see, I always want to be right because I want to be smarter than the writer. I want the writer to think he's not, he's pulling one over on me. I want to know who the killer is by page six. And then by the time I get to page 90, I want to be like, ha, I knew it. I got it. He wins. <laughs> I don't think you and I could watch like a Poirot, like, you know, the new Poirot films or anything. Because they're like, like looking yeah. at the background and like checking people's shoes and gloves and everything to see who the killer is. Yeah. yeah. And you're there, you'll probably be there being like, oh, it's so predictable. Couldn't you figure it out yourself? And I'm like, nah, I just want to know what Poirot do his thing. Uh, and that's that's where I am at with those kind of things. I don't want to spoil it for myself. I just enjoy See, the ride. When it comes to movies, I'm with Shane. I always pick the, the killer out, you know, in the first act. But when it comes to books, I'm with, you know, Phil and Scott here. I don't want to know. You know, I don't want it to ruin my experience. I want to just... Just guide me there. Let me read along and let me have an assumption and just see what happens at the end. I enjoy okay, it more. If they do that, and if the killer makes sense, where you could go back and reread it and figure it out, then mm. fair enough. If you just, if yeah. I just missed it, if I read this book and I missed who the killer was, fair dues. But I don't feel like I did miss who the killer was because I don't think I had enough time with all the suspects. But then they could have easily taken a page out of a Scooby-Doo book and had like three people it really could have been do you know what i mean like three, here's three potentials but you don't know which one's going to be and then obviously you find at the end put the mask off and it's him but like i just feel like they didn't even like the legend at a certain point and then straight away once you read the lance story you knew it wasn't him yeah and because harry's being followed by a guy on a motorbike and then i was thinking yeah. with her like was it the nurse not 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 Ashta, but the other older nurse, the blonde hair one. But then you, she said something in the book, and you're like, okay, it's not her. It's not. It's not the sheriff. And it's not the mayor. So like, there was literally no one else it could have been. Yeah. And then even Ben, be fair, like, I don't think it was him because he was irrelevant in the, in the book until the end. But the thing I is, just... I've got to ask the question. I know we're sort of we're picking holes in the crime thing. Not one of us knew. None of us knew who the killer was. So isn't it a success, really? No, because there wasn't. Didn't a, there know. Was no. Yeah, that's like saying, well, you didn't know who the killer was when I gave you zero suspects. It's like, well, obviously I didn't know who the killer was. You gave me no suspects. So if it's bad writing if you haven't put the clues in along the way so that I can go back and go, ah, so that's why X, Y, and Z. And if you haven't put them in, that's just the writer going, oh, we'll just make that one the killer. So you have to put the breadcrumbs in for us to follow. Even if you don't want to follow them, you don't have to follow them, but they have to be there. Same with any crime show, any TV, FBI, police procedural, you have to be able to figure it out. This isn't Columbo. They don't show you who the killer is at the beginning and you just watch Columbo do his thing. This is where you have to figure, this is Murder, She Wrote. You, this is, you know, Father Dowie investigates. This is... Um, how many more? Mur what is it? Uh, diagnosis murder. You know where you have to figure out who the killer is with the main show. character. So, so you're there just following the breadcrumbs. Yeah. But I'm there I'm... going, "Ooh, look, breadcrumbs." Yeah. <laughs> and then Someone's just... left bread there. You're going to get just ants. Carry on going on. Um... Scott's like, "You want ants? That's how you get ants." <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's fair. We all read books differently, and that's mm. it's good that you can do that. And had this been a breadcrumby book we both could have read along and had the same enjoyment because you would have been like that's the killer awesome harry figured it out and i'd be like that's the killer awesome i figured it out or i could have figured it out so you know if you write it slightly better i think if you have your ending in mind and you work backwards then you could have done this the writer could have made it a little bit clearer mm. but i wasn't disappointed in the book overall mm. i love a good murder mystery mm. um one thing I did enjoy sometimes was um, the kind of narration with with uh, with Doc with Harry, um, and it was kind of him like sometimes questioning his personality. Like, was he changing? You know, was he? You know, had he been on Earth too long? 
Um, I got I got a bit here where he's going into the library, and he's like wondering why is he doing this. He's like, oh, is it my curiosity? Is it my intuition? Or is it just because I'm bored? And he goes, perhaps I'm just turning native. Uh, stuff like that. So you know, this guy has been on this planet for three years, and it's it's starting to show that like things are starting to stick. You know, with how Earth life is, and he's starting to to get more involved, and I quite like that. I really like the scene as well, where when he did crash land, he knew straight away I could be here for a while. So he yeah. goes to the shops, he breaks into the mall, gets himself some food, some clothes, takes money to the ATM. Like he, like, yeah. like he's just he's smart and clever. Like he knows he's in for this. He's not trying to get home straight away or whatever. So I'll get the need to, to, to tie me by, and then I'll just yeah. I'll just stay in the background. No one will notice me yeah. and tell him but to is, see it. But is he even trying to get home? Uh... But. Well, I'm assuming just the way he talks, he's, he's going to be give a signal or something. Again, it, it right. didn't explain it in the book. This is just me assuming this could be wrong, but I'm assuming that they know because I think that he talked to the scouts at one point, saying something like how long are you going to be or, or mm. something like that. There, I can't remember what the scene was, but um, so I assume that he has contacted his faraway planet, which takes like years to get to him. I'm assuming, so yeah, yeah, maybe they'll come at some point. They're going to come back at some point, aren't they? Obviously, at some point yeah. in the story. So. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure volumes two, three, four, five, six, and seven are a little bit more alien heavy now that the FBI and the characters have, the characters have been mm. introduced, the characters have been flushed out, and now they're going to deal with the alien part now that Asta knows. So mm -hmm. maybe he can be a bit more alien in the next book. Yeah, um, I think that's that 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 would excite me to read this book in terms of like, so they live in this really small, tight knit town. Mm. And if the FBI do come crawling, there's going to be people who are going to backstab him. There's going to be people who are going to like protect him, like not give the information because, like, yes, he may be an alien, but he's good. He's our doctor. He's our only doctor type of thing. And I like that kind of dynamic. But again, that's a future volume, not this volume. Um, so this does set this kind of nicely. Um, hmm. um, if, if anyone, sorry, sorry. Um, if, if anyone is interested in this book um, and, you know, more of it, then you can go ahead and collect the trades. But they also, they have a, an omnibus as well at the moment, uh -huh. um, holding the first three volumes. Ooh. Yeah. Hardcover or softcover? Uh, I don't know. I, oh, it's paperback. So, yeah. It's a softy. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone else have anything else they want to say about this? before we go into our final thoughts and scores? No, I'm all right. No. So shall we do our final thoughts and scores then before we pick a Herd's Choice? Don't forget, tonight's Herd's oh, Choice. Yeah. If you've got a pick for us, you can drop it in the chat after our scores and then we will add it to the wheel. So let's get to our final thoughts and scores then. If you've read along in the chat, please drop your scores in so we can add them to ours as always. Martin? Would you like to go first? Yeah, why not? I'm going to go back to ex the first phrase I said at the start of the show. Pleasantly surprised. Okay? The reason I felt pleasantly surprised about this is because it was a simple story, but I thoroughly enjoyed it through all the way through. The mystery kept me going. Um, the characters, yeah, I know it was a foundation. It's a volume one. For a short volume that was a very quick read, it left me and wanted to read more. I did feel like I wanted to go straight into volume two. So I, for me, I felt like that was a, you know, for an intro volume, if it wants me to pick up volume two, it's, it's good enough. So I don't want to watch the show. I'm still sticking with my guns on that. I'd rather continue the reading. The artwork wasn't the best. There were some standout pages and okay. Right. We're going to give it. It's not. It's not average. It's not average. I'm going to go a little bit more above average. So I'm going to give it a six. Nice. Ooh, six. Nice. Phil, how about you? I think I'm. I'm a similar point to Martin. I've actually knocked it a half a point off what I have written down here, because. As happens, we discuss things um, more openly. Can I get think? Oh, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they add this? 
Shane has mentioned it. This, this, there's not a lot of alien in this book. Fifty percent alien, fifty percent resident. That's what we needed. <laughs> we didn't get. Um, I think the art style. I liked it. it. It was basic. It was fine. But yes, there are parts of it like it's hard to score it highly whenever it is this kind of level. Although I do appreciate the, the fact that they made Lance look really disheveled and the colors for those few pages we we've seen um, the docs real world and. Um, I liked it, but again, it is basic art style. Um, we needed more alien stuff. We needed more things to to show that what Doc can really do. And there's just things that didn't really overly appeal to me. And whilst we spoke about this, you, you mentioned that boy who can see him as an alien. Like you could have had two extra issues here and include some of this stuff, include some more of the FBI stuff, whilst doing the, the murder mystery thing. And I've seen a comment from, from Liam say this is more an introduction than a murder mystery. It is a really good introduction, but you could still do a really good murder mystery as well as the introduction. And I think that's where it's lacking. And that's made me kind of rethink my score. So I'm also going for six out of 10 because I did like it, but it needed more. But I do think we'll get this in future volumes, but certainly for this one, six. Awesome. Scott? Oh, me next, is it? Uh, did you want me to go next? Uh, yeah, really good. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, good, good, fun, decent pick. Um, uh, yeah, in, enjoyed the whodunit aspect. Wish there was more of the alien side of things, and um, yeah, it it seemed a little bit uh, pointless, needless for the alien stuff so far in this story. Um, you know, I'm assuming because we're on eight volumes, it's quite a successful story. A lot of people are collecting it. A lot of people are enjoying it. So there must be something to it. Um, but yeah, art-wise, uh, it did exactly what it needed to do for this book. Like I said earlier, didn't it doesn't need to be insanely detailed. You know, it doesn't have to be the most beautiful thing ever. It shows us what we need to see. And, you know, the writing is taking us on the journey it wants us to take, take us on. Um uh fun read i am interested in exploring uh where it goes next is it going to continue in this kind of investigative uh you know bubble or is it going to branch off and just you know are we just going to follow harry in different ways um but yeah so far you know reading issues zero to three we've only read four issues i don't think i can get a massive opinion on this as a whole at the moment so yeah i think i'm going to go for um six and a half Nice. Okay. Um, are you able to grab the scores from the chat for me? Yeah, all good. Awesome. So for me, I picked this because I love the TV show. So I was expecting one thing and I got something completely different. I was expecting comedy. I was expecting to laugh throughout this book. Um, but I got something completely different. I got a murder mystery and I'm okay with that because I really do enjoy murder mysteries. Like police procedurals are like one of my favorite TV shows. So I was okay with it. Um, there's not enough alien. Uh, I know we we keep saying that, but there just isn't. He doesn't do anything alien in this book. Nothing at all. He doesn't use any alien tech or any alien chemicals or anything to help him with anything. There's nothing at all that says he's an alien apart from his green skin and his pointy ears. But that said, like Scott said, we're judged we can't judge the whole thing because it's obviously going to expand more into that but judging just issues zero to three i feel really bad with my score considering i gave last week's book a six um but i'm giving this a 6.5 and it's it's not much more but i enjoyed this more than last week's book so it's a different score for a different reason and i feel kind of bad about it but it's a 6.5 from me great Cool. So um, I'm assuming all the scores are in. We haven't got any more in the chat. Uh, we did have a score from Brian on Facebook as well. He sent one in earlier today. Um, Shane, did you did you have it to read out? or I do have it. Shall I read Brian's out first and then we'll do the yeah, chat? Okay. Yeah, fine. Okay, so Br Brian says, I like the story. It was completely different to the TV show. It felt quite simple in its style. It wasn't rushed or complicated. Um 
it was just a good story with a great concept. I like that Harry wasn't a dick like he is in the TV show. I found him to be much more likable character and almost heartwarming in his approach. I can see where the show got a lot of its inspiration sprinkled throughout the issues, but while this worked as a comic, I think the changes were needed to make the show more interesting. The art style is quite basic, um, with much of the detail in the over, uh, with not much detail to it overall. Though there were some nice moments of colour throughout, one word that keeps coming back to my mind to sum up the whole thing is quaint. Quaint. <laughs> there are a couple of murders throughout. Uh, the tone never takes a sinister turn. I thought that Harry starts. Uh, I thought that the way Harry starts settling into a small town and being accepted, he seems like an alien version of Angela Lansbury's Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> um, I would continue reading on from the end of this run. So yes, so he thought it was Murder She Wrote with an alien. <laughs> Did we say the score? Oh, six point five. 6.5. Awesome. Great. So uh, going through the chat then, Sean, he's given the book a 6.5 and the TV show a 9. Brilliant. Um, we have got uh, Pete saying, this was okay, but I prefer the show. It's a 6. Uh, Dead Man, I'm biased. 10. <laughs> given this a 10. All right. Whatever floats your boat. Um, Liam, I thought this was a good introduction to the characters and series, and I'm looking forward to continuing the series and checking out the show 6.5 out of 10 awesome so with all of those scores uh in the audience uh you guys the heard the viewers you uh give give this a joint score of 7.1 adding that onto uh martin six phil six uh and mine and shane's 6.5 that gives us an average of 6.4 Nice. Here we go. So we'll show you the top ten. Does it hit? Does it land Why on the bother? top ten? <laughs> You're just rubbing it in now, Scott. Don't do that. We have to show everyone the top ten. Here we go. So, so unfortunately, no, it hasn't hit the top ten. But where does it come on the rest of the leaderboard? Six point four. It comes joint fourteenth with Vampire State Building. Okay. There we go. Not bad. Yeah. There we go. So, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Fair. Look at. As we discussed last week, like that's still a really good score. This is yeah. still a book we would recommend, but we just would recommend you read on to get more, yes. more yeah, context. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, right, you guys have got it's your last chance to put in for a herd's choice as well. I've been writing things down on the wheel, so I'll go through everyone slowly. And if people want to add another one, then go ahead. Um, First of all, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? We've got one from Connie. She says uh, her choice is Homesick Pilots. She doesn't know if we've read it yet. We haven't read it before, so it's added onto the wheel. Uh, we have, as well, we have uh, Sean's choice. He has gone for The White Knight, as always. Uh, another Batman book. Um, <laughs> so we've got Pete. His choice is Thanos Wins. Uh, and we have Liam. He is saying Batman versus Big B. Is Another that a Batman, Batman book as well? Book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So let me just uh, get this. Scott's going to delay this for a few more minutes because he wants more picks. <laughs> please. please, please There's a 50% chance it's going to be Batman. <laughs> See, that's okay, all I so... ask. 50% chance of one thing, 50% chance of another. Yeah. Hey, Martin. Oh, sorry, hey. sorry, sorry. There we go, there we go. Right, here we go. So I've got all of those on. Oh, let me give it a quick shuffle. One, two, three, four, five. And let's go. Good luck, everyone. Who's it going to land on? Please I kind of want to read Batman, Batman and Big B. Oh, oh, no, oh, come oh, on. No, 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 no. There we go. So Sean, you've won. Uh, we've got so next week we are going to be reading uh, the I think you said Sean the White Knight. That'd be <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be reading the White Knight. Um, so thank you very much for that, Sean. Um, I can't wait to read another Batman book. Yes, you're in for a um, treat. You're in for less, a treat. Uh, if you, uh, Sean, on on the Nerdhood Instagram, if you can send us your address, we'll get some merch sent out to you, and you can let us know if you'd like to join us. Uh, next week as well to give your opinion on the book. 
I can deliver by hand, Sean. I'll just post it. Oh yeah, you live around the corner oh, yeah. from him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah great. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't Dave give us your address. Stamp. <laughs> knows what you mean. Um, awesome. So, so there we go. The key in our pocket. <laughs> um, Shane, do you want to carry on? Uh, yes. So that was my pick, obviously, and I didn't get the top ten, but I'm okay because anything above a five, I'm happy with, um, really. And I scored it quite low myself. So I think a 6.4 actually quite fair. So I'm yeah. super happy with that. Um, we do have some things coming up on the Nerdhead this week. Do we not? Tomorrow, uh, I'm really sorry. I'm using my my mouse. They do it. And it, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> this week we have... Kev's draw along, and he's drawing the one and only Grogu, baby Yoda. Yes. Look at that! Oh Mate. my goodness! Those colors like, great. I love the drawings he does, and in the thumbnails, it looks amazing. But I'm also really impressed by the fonts he keeps bringing to the thumbnails. Yeah. They're so good. They're so good. That is so adorable. I can't wait to see that. I love Grogu. I mean, he's right here behind me. Yes, like, I have my Grogu there. Um, I absolutely love him. So yes, and next week we'll be reading The White Knight, so please join us for that, and don't forget to check out our podcasts. If you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can go back and watch all of them. We're on YouTube. We're on all podcast providers. Um, yeah, all of them. Apple, Spotify. I can name three. Google. Deezer. On Deezer. <laughs> as well. um, all of them. Yeah, we're we're there. You can find us everywhere, and of course we have a um, WhatsApp group. Do we not? That you're more yes, than we welcome do. to join if you'd like to join. That you can check the description of the podcast. I'll put the link in there, or you can contact us on the Instagram Nerdhood Comic Book page, and we will get that set up so you can join us for some behind the scenes chat if you would like. Like to keep things heard positive. So that's it from us this week. Next week, the White Knight. But until then, get your waves out. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Love you.